Welcome to Quanta Magazine's podcast. Each episode, we bring you stories about developments in science and mathematics. I'm Susan Vallett. Imagine a graph, a collection of points connected by lines. All the lines are exactly the same length, and everything lies on the same plane. Now color all of the points, making sure that no two connected points have the same color. Look closely. What's the smallest number of colors that you'd need to color in such a graph, even one formed by linking an infinite number of vertices? That's the question Edward Nelson posed in 1950 when he was a student at the University of Chicago. It's deceptively simple, and it's had mathematicians thinking about it for decades. The graph problem is now known as the Hodwiger-Nelson problem, or the problem of finding the chromatic number of the plane. It's piqued the interest of many mathematicians who found that the infinite graph can be colored by no fewer than four and no more than seven colors. Other researchers went on to prove a few partial results in the decades that followed, but no one was able to change these bounds. Then last year, along came Aubrey de Grey, a biologist known for his claims that people alive today will live to the age of 1,000. He posted a paper to the scientific preprint site, archive.org, titled, The Chromatic Number of the Plane is at Least Five. In it, he describes the construction of a unit distance graph that can't be colored with only four colors. The finding represents the first major advance in solving the problem since shortly after it was introduced. And it came from a guy who's not even a mathematician who worked on it over a Christmas break. I feel, of course, that I got extraordinarily lucky. I mean, it's not every day that somebody comes up with a solution to a 60-year-old problem. It's not every day that a non-mathematician comes up with it this quickly. So I just basically must have got pretty lucky. When he's not solving math problems in his spare time, DeGray is the co-founder and chief science officer of an organization developing technologies for reversing the negative effects of aging. He found his way to the chromatic number of the plane problem, through a board game. Decades ago, DeGray was a competitive Othello player, and he fell in with some mathematicians who were also enthusiasts of the game. They introduced him to graph theory, and he comes back to it now and then. It's very much been a recreational thing, very much a side thing that I've spent no time on to speak of. But occasionally, you know, when I need a rest from my real job, I think about math. It's unusual, though not unheard of, for an amateur mathematician to make significant progress on a long-standing open problem. In the 1970s, Marjorie Rice, a homemaker with no mathematical background, ran across a Scientific American column about pentagons that tile the plane. She eventually added four new pentagons to the list. Gil Kalai is a mathematician at Hebrew University of Jerusalem. Certainly in some aspects of mathematics, it is quite possible that a non-professional mathematician will make major breakthroughs. And this happens from time to time, and this is very, very lovely. It really adds to the many facets of the mathematical experience. Perhaps the most famous graph coloring question is the four-color theorem. It states that assuming every country is one continuous lump, Any map can be colored using only four colors so that no two adjacent countries have the same color. 
the exact sizes and shapes of the countries don't matter. So mathematicians can translate the problem into the world of graph theory by representing every country as a vertex. You remember, that's where two lines or edges meet. Mathematicians then connect two vertices with an edge if the corresponding countries share a border. The Hodwiger-Nelson problem is a bit different. Instead of considering a finite number of vertices, as there would be on a map, it considers infinitely many vertices, one for each point in the plane. Two points are connected by an edge if they are exactly one unit apart. To find a lower bound for the chromatic number, it's enough to create a graph with a finite number of vertices that requires a particular number of colors, that's what DeGray did. DeGray based his graph on a gadget called the Moser Spindle, named after mathematical brothers Leo and William Moser. It's a configuration of just seven points and 11 edges that has a chromatic number of four. DeGray delicately fused copies of the Moser Spindle and another small assembly of points into a 20,425 vertex monstrosity. It couldn't be colored using four colors. He was later able to shrink the graph to 1,581 vertices and do a computer check to verify that it still couldn't be colored with only four colors. Mathematicians wanted to see if they could find a smaller graph that would also require five colors. Perhaps finding a smaller five-color graph or the smallest possible five-color graph would give researchers further insight into the Hodwiger-Nelson problem. It would allow them to prove that exactly five shades, or six, or seven, are enough to color a graph made from all the points of the plane. DeGray pitched the problem of finding the minimal five-color graph as a potential polymath problem to UCLA mathematician Terence Tao. Here's Aubrey DeGray. I mean, basically, my feeling right now is there's probably a huge amount of progress to be made because the only thing I did to reduce my 20,000 vertex graph down to 1,500 was very, very elementary. I basically just deleted vertices until I couldn't. And I tried a few slightly more elaborate tricks, but still, you know, it was very cursory, really. So I would be astonished if there isn't a lot of progress that can be made quite quickly by people just trying out variations on my concept. Polymath began about 10 years ago when Timothy Gowers, a mathematician at the University of Cambridge, wanted to find a way to facilitate massive online collaborations in mathematics. Work on polymath problems is done publicly. Anyone can contribute. Tao says not every math problem is a good fit for polymath, but DeGray's has a few things going for it. The problem is easy to understand and start working on. And there's a clear measure of success, lowering the number of vertices in a graph that doesn't have four colors. Soon enough, Ohio State mathematician Dustin Mixon and his collaborator Boris Alexiev found a graph with 1,577 vertices. Marine Hola, a computer scientist at the University of Texas, Austin, found one with 826 vertices. The work has sparked hope that the six-decade-old Hadwiger-Nelson problem is worth another look. University of Western Australia mathematician Gordon Royal says this area of math, combinatorics, is a fun area to be in because it doesn't have a lot of overhead in terms of technical machinery that you need to use. And so for a problem like this, the final solution might be 
some incredibly deep mathematics, or it could just be somebody's ingenuity finding a graph that requires many colors. Royal says this is an area where non-mathematicians can actually have a go at it. And if they're clever enough and cunning enough, they just might make a real contribution to the field. Michelle Yoon helped with this episode. I'm Susan Vallett. For more on this story, read Evelyn Lamb's full article, Decades Old Graph Problem Yields to Amateur Mathematician, on our website, quantamagazine.org. Interested in learning more about math? Take a ride through the world of mathematics with the Quanta book, The Prime Number Conspiracy, published by the MIT Press. You can find it at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or your local bookstore.